You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Welcome back, Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. (laughs) That's my contribution. I'm done. You're doing great. Um, I love that, you know, there's a little more enthusiasm, a little bit more bass in your voice, so... I think I I think I won you over. <laughs> well, apparently when you when you get yelled at at your job for lack of enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to come to court correct today. Like shit. Yeah, and it's not like I'm working at a fucking carnival and I should be stoked all the time. I work in development. I'm kidding. Yep. I do appreciate my job very much. But also, I'm just not excited about vi- I'm excited about a few things. Usually music or Ghostbusters, or horror podcasts. Those are the three things that really get me going. Yeah, I mean, how many people are really that, like, excited about fundraising? I mean, some people are, but those people are stupid. Some some people. <laughs> some people are. Now, I'm not going to lie, I used to fundraise as well, and I did have co- uh, coworkers who were very excited and very, like, like energized by fundraising. And I was like, how... <laughs> i'm not a fundraiser anymore so that explains it (laughs) but how are you doing andrew i'm so good uh as always not much has changed um it's my birthday next week so i'm trying to uh this is my i tried to pitch this at work and no one gave a shit and i was like all right well since i've been working in development i thought of a slogan called 30 for my 30 so I'm asking everyone to give me $30 <laughs> in honor of my 30th birthday. Um, are you planning on donating that money or is that just $3 for you? For me. It's for my foundation of the I need instruments for my craft that I spent a lot of money going to school for. Oh. Maybe. If I got a, if I got a fuck ton of money, I would definitely donate some. But I mean, if I got $30, no, I'd. Go to McDonald's. Mm. $30 for McDonald's. That's a lot of McDonald's. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a lot of guy. <laughs> eat. That's what I'm trying to say. You need to, that's, I think that should be McDonald's next <laughs> slogan. Like, I'm a lot of guy. I'm a lot of guy. Ooh, that was, that was soulful. That was tasty. Thank you. I was channeling um, my soul icons and sync. <laughs> do you remember they, did, they used to be at McDonald's commercials? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I'm that, not surprised, but I don't remember it. Yeah, and they were like harmonizing like black boys, and I was like, damn, okay. Like Justin Timberlake, those in his <laughs> days when he was wearing cornrows, so. Mm. <laughs> Good but, Justin Timberlake. Back when I he could. was black. Well, how are you, Sinique? <laughs> Yeah, back. <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, yeah, today was good. Uh, I was telling you about my my brush with death slash potential sinus infection. I'm fine. Now I'm thriving. But yeah, things have been good, I would say. Oh, I did. <laughs> I recently got rejected from Reductress. So that oh, happened. Boy. But you know, that's that's part of it. Like... Creative, creative, creative shit 
usually yields a lot of rejection <laughs> before there's anything good. So it's like, uh, you know, I, I found, my... I found some of the other folks who had tweeted about being rejected and now I follow them on Twitter. <laughs> nice. My level C improv teacher from Second City just got hired to write for last week with John Oliver. Oh my God. Is that, um, I saw that. Wait, I don't know her name. Yeah. Allie. Yes. I saw the tweet and I started following her because of that. Cause I think some folks I know might've retweeted it or whatever, but Oh, congrats to her. That's awesome. Good for her. I know. It's we're next. Yeah. No, we're, not. we're next. It's nice. I mean, it, it definitely is encouraging. We're on the list. It's encouraging when you have folks that are like, you're tangentially like related to, you know, making it and stuff. It kind of, it makes it feel um, a little bit more attainable. Not to say like, oh, we have the same talent, but like it, it makes it feel a little bit more real and not just like, oh, something that people in a far off land called Los Angeles experience, you know, sometimes it's right here <laughs> at home. Right. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was going to say something just now. Oh, but before we jump into this movie, I think we're just going to continue, you know, the momentum of plugging our shit in the beginning, because I'm on to you fuckers. I got the stats. You guys don't wait till the end of the episode, so now I know. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> they were like, fast forward 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing Sonique, like, <laughs> logging into like, Apple Podcast being like, I need the fucking analytics on every stream. And it's like, damn it, they always end three minutes from the end. Blast. But I mean, Kicking I listen to here. a lot of podcasts and I also don't like, once I realize that they're, you know, coming to the end, I don't, I don't keep listening. So I'm like, oh, it's the same old sign off. Usually at that point, I know, you know, everything. But yeah, be sure to follow us on Twitter at We Die First Pod. That's one word. And we're also on Instagram as We Die First Pod. Um, it's great to follow us because we have been, you know, updating when episodes come out, um, setting you guys up for future episodes. So if you want to watch along with us, you'll know what we're going to be watching and you can, you know, watch. And that's a fun time. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at say underscore Smythe. That's S-E-Y underscore S-M-Y-T-H-E and say underscore anything. That is S-E-Y underscore anything. What about you, Andrew? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew underscore on underscore drums. Um, I don't need to butcher spelling my name. So I'll just continue. And on Instagram at wow. Andrew John Baldwin. Really all one word. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was hella shade. Um, Andrew John Baldwin. All one word. J O H N. Um, but yeah, so we're kicking off this month with early aughts August, <laughs> which doesn't really roll off the. By tongue. the way, Sonique is Sonique is so no. She take credit for this. She is so proud of this. She's like aughts August. Do you get it? I like. I, I haven't like seen a theme. her that happy in a while. We've established that I like a theme, and I figured, like you know, a new month. Why not like do that? Whatever. But um, this month we're going to be covering four movies. We are doing Cherry Falls, Jeepers Creepers, Cabin Fever, and Final Destination. And we're starting off today, obviously, with Cherry Falls. But I was talking to Andrew earlier. 
And it was like, watching this movie just put me in like an interesting mindset of like, okay, this is post-Scream, but like pre-9-11. And that's how I, I think about history is whether or not it came before or after Scream is usually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think, but I was thinking it's like a cool time because like, you know, Scream kind of reboot the slasher genre, right? Like there was kind of a lag for a bit after like the slasher explosion in the 80s and then like scream happens now everyone's doing slasher and i feel like cherry falls is one of those movies that you know came out during this period but kind of under the radar like it's a weird one that i think i only ever saw on like the sci-fi channel like one day years ago and i was like this would be a good one because i think it's like it's kind of in the same vein of like, oh, like postmodern horror. Like we're kind of like playing around with the genre, but then it's also like not that good <laughs> at it at all. <laughs> <laughs> like what were your first that. impressions of this movie? I thought it was very much of the time. <laughs> um, yeah. And then there are things that I thought were like good, but then I mean, I think right now maybe as i talk it out with you i will change my mind this is also with my first time watching it so um i want to mm. go out on a limb and say it's bad <laughs> but like not not like garbage bad but i'm like you know it just you could tell it was shooting for things and just missed the mark but you know not by the widest yeah. margin yeah it's like it's kind of like a meh movie like it's I was entertained. Like I, I think I saw this like a bajillion yeah. years ago. So I kind of like, I only vaguely remembered it. Um, I had a great time because I thought it was just like so stupid. And like the climax I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and I don't know if, and I think this was one of the biggest issues with this movie. I think it was trying to, in the same vein of like a scream kind of be like kind of meta and like kind of funny. Cause scream is kind of funny. It's like, it has funny moments I think they were going for that, but the problem is that they didn't commit enough. So it was like, there were moments of like, I think you're trying to make a joke, but I'm not sure if you're making a joke. Yeah. So that's, that's it what, wasn't I sure what I was trying to do. Did not dig. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you'd be in the middle of like a solid, you're like, oh, like that's solid. Like I, I, I got some tenseness in my chest. I'm invested. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a little on the edge. But then they'll say, like, some dumb line, which you know is meant to be cheeky. And you're like, God fucking damn it. Why and, did you do that? And the thing is, with a movie like this, like, okay, let's just go into, like, the facts of it. So this Cherry Falls 2000, directed by Jeffrey Wright, stars, oh, rest in peace, Brittany Murphy. I do, I have a soft spot for Brittany Murphy. I was so happy to see her. Brittany Murphy, Jay Moore, and Michael Bean. Um, basically, the plot is about this small town in Virginia Teens are getting murdered and the serial killer is targeting virgins. So with a premise like that, and it's called Cherry Falls, it's like, you're going to, you have, you have to give me comedy. Like you have to be like, <laughs> come on. It's silly. It's a silly thing. And I think it's cute and interesting, especially at a time where we were pretty much committed to like, okay, like slasher genre, the slutty kids get murdered first, Scream played around with that because Sydney Prescott makes it to the end, but she did lose her virginity. Like, you know, it's, you're, you're doing that. And I love that. Mm -hmm. But then you have like, I mean, let's be real, you're talking about rape too. So it's like really serious topic. And I like, 
I feel like I got a lot of mood whiplash of like, this is funny. And then like, oh, God, this is fucking bleak. You know? <laughs> yeah. It it was a time. It was a fucking time. But yeah, let's like, <laughs> let's just jump into this fucking plot. <laughs> I, do, I do appreciate that it just fucking goes in hard, like. Well, first, it starts off with, you know, it's, like, the, the couple in a car at, like, make-out point. Mm-hmm. But the guy's given, like, fucking nerdy, like, I'm the only one left that can reproduce on my planet, so I'm looking for a mate. And then this girl is into it, so you're like, oh, yes, this the stereotypical nerd sex drama of the early aughts. See, is that what was... Ha- okay, so I didn't catch that. Because I was like, is he reciting poetry? Which then it makes more sense. Like, yeah, they're fucking virgins. They're dorky-ass. Like, this guy thinks it's so sexy. He's, like, <laughs> whispering. Like, what was he even... Was that... Do you know what that reference was? Like, what was it he was saying? It was something... Oh, I have no idea. I don't know if it was, like, reference in an actual thing. I just thought it was making fun of the fact that he was a nerd mm. talking about being the... Like, he was, like, alien... This, this alien race can't mate, so they've come to... It's, like, I've come to Earth to find a female to spread my seed. And, like... <laughs> She's like, oh, yes, please, you space invader. And it's just so dumb. And then, you know, she goes, she goes to leave. And then he gives some line like, I can't return home without accomplishing my mission. And she goes, okay. And then they go back. And then, you know, like the, the killer comes in the car and like bumps, like doesn't bump them, but has the lights flashing. So he gets out. And then the fucker just gets out and starts stabbing him. And you're, like, we're not even three minutes into the movie. No, it's immediate. And then, he, like, this kill happens. Also, it's did you great. recognize the nerdy guy? He looked familiar. That is Jesse Bradford, who is in Bring It On. And another thing that kind of just is like, this is the early 2000s, because where the fuck has that guy been? <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like the hot brother who brushed his teeth, and it was like fucking horny. But um, yeah, they both get murdered. Um, by this seemingly, you know, black-haired woman. And while this is happening, we get um, Jody, who is pr- played by Brittany Murphy, and she's with her boyfriend. And, okay, I feel like there's a lot of weird sexual tension in this movie at times. I was not sure if it was on purpose or not. Yes. It also didn't help by this weird, shitty... I also like when you're in the early part of a decade the transition isn't quite complete from leaving. So we still got like shit. Like it looked almost like a a late nineties film, Mm -hmm. just like how it like visually came across on screen. And then also with like the music they used, the whole music throughout this whole fucking movie. I'm like, it's some weird shitty, like house, dirty, dingy sex club music. But then it it also pivots to weird, like twangy, like down, 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 down. Like there's like weird twangy music sometimes that I think happens whenever the dad, who's the sheriff, and that's Jody's father, is doing investigative shit. Because like, did you notice that? And, there, and it was very, it was yeah. Jarring. It had that, and it had, <laughs> and it had like during that, it had like the sparse. I said it was like a lot of like world percussion, just like high pitched, fast, like bongo or conga hits for no reason <laughs> but then but then Bongo's it would also pivot like it starts playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then it would pivot and have like some i would forget i thought some music turned on in my apartment somewhere because i'm like that is some nice piano 
And then I was like, oh, it's in the fucking movie. What What is happening with this It was with so soundtrack? confusing. And I wish they had just leaned into like the early 2000s horror movie trope of just like do trip hop just play some fucking trip hop everyone's doing like the dark kind of like <laughs> um kind of like trip hoppy industrial sound just do that because like we are used to it right like throw in some like nine inch nails like knockoff bands and like we're all happy as opposed to this weird because it was because it was something that definitely took me out of the movie where i was like what is this like this music feels like it's a like because i know it's it takes place in virginia which might be why they were going for like, the twanginess, but it felt at times like I was watching like a Coen Brothers like police thing. It was weird. I don't, I don't, it was okay, whatever. But no, there's weird sexual tension because Brit- Brit- Brittany Murphy or Joe, I'm just going to Brittany Murphy the whole time because that's who she is to me. Um, in my life, that's Brittany Murphy. Right. That's my queen Brit Brit. She's like with her boyfriend, Kenny, and, you know, he's like, listen, I want to see other people, like, you're faking, I'm trying to, you know, smash or whatever. And the um, mom shows up, and she's like, I was like, are they going to fuck? Like, the mom is like, yeah, like, you got to light over the cigarette. It's, like, very weird. And I was like, is, like, what's her deal? Like, why is she trying to fuck her daughter's boyfriend? And why is this yeah. daughter not bothered by this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, another weird thing is, like, the first two, like, hookup things we're seeing are in cars. I'm like, do these, did teens not fuck in houses? Nah. In, like, the late 90s and early 2000s? But you're right. The the mom was giving off creepy vibes. Very creepy. And it happens multiple times in the movie. And not just with the mom. Brittany Murphy does it with her dad. And I don't know if it's because Brittany Murphy, I think, kind of has a very flirtatious thing about her that I think it could also just be that as just who she is just it feels flirtatious always but there's a scene later on when she's doing like the like the um the fighting with her dad and he falls on top yeah. of her and they pause for a moment and there's like a moment of like i was like you're guys gonna make out like what? is it your dad bro like what the fuck dude i do have to say though there is this one line when Kenny was trying, you know, trying to get with her in the car, and he's like, "You could, doesn't it bother you? You could die a virgin." She's like, "Yeah, it's right up there with global warming." And I'm like, huh. "I was like, Zang, remember global warming, Fuck. guys? Glad we solved that." <laughs> <laughs> you remember when that? Yeah, that was just straight up a funny hoax that only Al Gore believed in. I also feel like if you were in the theater in 2000, I don't think it was, did it even release in theaters. I don't think it did. Well, who gets a fuck? But like, I feel like if you had watched this in 2000 and she said that, someone was just like, <laughs> global warming. Like, just kind of, that's silly. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's like, mm. if only they knew. Right. Um, But yeah, so she goes, Jody goes home, or Brittany Murphy goes home. And, you know, <laughs> she's got their pastor curfew or whatever. But the dad, who's a sheriff, like, they start investigating these murders of these fucking dead kids out in the woods, because they're like, well, like, what the fuck? And the murderer has carved virgin. <laughs> virgin! And, like, both of them. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just, just shame, just fucking shame. Can we please bring virgin now? back as an insult? Like, not, like, I wouldn't say it to a kid, but can I just, like, I just want to yeah, like I just, I just want to call people virgins, like fucking just unfoundly, <laughs> like in the middle of uh, your heated argument with Ben Shapiro, you'll call him a doo doo head and then be like virgin, virgin. <laughs> or like to my mom, she's like get him, and I was like fucking virgin, <laughs> 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 you're like a straight virgin now, mom, <laughs> dude, 
That's fucking hilarious. Bring it back. We're bringing it We're back. We're bringing it back, okay? It's not problematic, guys. Um, I, do you like um, the one dude, like Timmy, I think was his name. He's the school newspaper dude. And he just comes up talking to Jody. It's when Jody goes to school the next uh-huh. day. And it's like, oh, didn't you fucking hear? Like, these people were murdered. And then so, but he's using all this weird ass, like, lingo trying to sound cool. Yeah. And I was just so thrown off by this human. He was giving me very strong, um, I'm gonna have to keep bringing the parallels to Scream because I feel like they were really trying to go for that, like, vibe. But, um, what's his fucking name? What's the actor's name? Uh, Matthew Lillard. Like, he was giving me very, like, Matthew Lillard-ish, like, <laughs> oh, didn't you hear so-and-so got murdered? But they're, like, weird about it. It's like, someone died, and you're just, like, <laughs> but you're kind of, like, you're saying it in my ear, like, like you're, tr- like, you're trying to be sexy about it, but, like, I don't get why you're, like, you like this? Like, I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, um, you know, he works in the newspaper, and as is the case in most high school movies, he's, like, it's at the New York Times. Like, this is... Like a serious. This is what's getting him. That's getting him into the Ivy Leagues. Yeah, he's this he's gonna paper. write about these murders. The school absolutely absolutely lets you write about in the school newspaper. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. There's no faculty advisor. I like. I do like all the dumb tropes, though. Or you know, it's just. Or I remember of the time. It still happens mm-hmm. now in like TV and film, but it just really hit harder watching. You know. Um, they're in class with um. Oh God, I'm blanking on the teacher's Mr. name. Mr. Marlston. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jay Moore. So you definitely and- know it's the early 2000s because he's working. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, all of the the all of the teachers now have to pull double duty as counselors, and they're all just so bad at it. Yeah. And like that one girl, it's like, why don't we just talk about what's on our mind? And the one girl is like. One time in... And these are, like, seniors in high school. So it's like, one time in eighth grade, I told Ron to go fuck off and die. And I'm like, stop making this about you. Yeah, but you know... But that's realistic, though. Like, um, I will say something that I thought was interesting about the casting of the kids. They actually looked kind of like they could be in high school. Like, still kind of older, because it's always the case. But not as old as we're used to. And I was like, oh, they actually kind of look like they could... And then they were dressed in a way that felt like, oh, they could realistically be teenagers from the early 2000s. Like, it wasn't, like, you know, super stylized. But I could believe that there would have absolutely been someone in class who would make these murders about them. It's like, you didn't even – that was the last thing you ever said to him your whole life. Like, you never talked to him after that moment. Stop fucking crying. Right. But also just, like, inappropriate. Why are we – why are we forcing these kids to talk about <laughs> – like the yeah, murders like yeah. this. It, it gets crazier and then like some of the kids are like that one dude like the super stoner guy is like well were any of the body like were any of their orifices defaced and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you kid and then so the teacher goes up and fucking ties his like the kid's scarf around over his mouth so he can't talk and I'm like ah uh, yeah those early aughts teaching methods that are Definitely not kosher. It also took me a moment because there's also the other stoner guy. So like later they're in the cafeteria, right? And like she, he's the friend. I think it's Jay Hernandez is the actor. Is the friend of this this the really edge the edge lord basically the friend of his. And it took me the longest time to realize like oh he's a stoner because it was like is he? Did he have like a traumatic brain injury? I I don't know if this is. But TV stoners, it's like it's either. 
like over the top, like Spicoli or whatever, or it's like, is he okay? Like, I think. Well, because the, exactly, they didn't do anything indicating that they were smoker, like smokers until we see like, them smoking in the, the car, movie, and, like, and you're oh. like, oh. I do like when uh, Jody's dad comes in as the sheriff to explain. It's like this is what is happening, and basically, basically says almost everything. And the teacher's like, well, do you have any other leads? Is there any any other information you can tell these kids? And after basically telling them everything, <laughs> the cop goes, he's like, I'm not at liberty to discuss this any further and gets all <laughs> indignant. And it's like, you just fucking gave you, away the goat. <laughs> you said everything. And I'm like, if I know anything about, like, the police besides them being bastards, I... Do I'm in, I'm into true crime and I'm like yeah that's way too you would not be able to, you sh- or you would not be advised to tell everything when all that because for all you know the killer is in that classroom and you've pretty much told him like this is everything we know about you like why would you <laughs> right <laughs> like, he's not a good cop or a good person which we'll later find out but um later on though so like there's there's a scuffle in the cafeteria because a girl. Um, a guy is like claiming that, like, you know, this girl like sucked him off or whatever. And she's like, no, I did it. You fucking liar. Take it back. And it's a whole thing. But she gets murdered later on as a virgin. Quick question though. How does the killer know who the virgins are? Is it just purely like, I'm just going to pick on the fucking dweebs or like, like how, there was no, nothing ever I, explained know, of how this person knows that these people are virgins at all. Well, the great plot hole of the movie yeah yeah i have no idea i have no clue i cannot answer that i thought it was going to be like brought up some point like i think this is where one of the issues with this movie i think it would have been better played if instead of the killer being the teacher it should have been another student Right. Should be another student. Well, then, I, could, I could also real. Know, I could realistically believe another student might know who's who are the virgins and who aren't because I went to high school. You fucking knew, like you knew who was doing it, and who wasn't. Like you. Well, the t- yeah. <laughs> teacher, not well, so much. Teachers are also. I mean, I would not. I wouldn't disagree with that. Oh really? But maybe I would. I mean, not in the sense that like these teachers are like off bone and everyone. But I mean that, that happens. I mean, that happen. But I mean, I mean teachers, you know. Especially, like, teachers are confidants to a lot of students, and then a lot of students are overshared. To the virgins. Because so. the kids who, like, are, have confidants as teachers are fucking virgins. Well, yeah, exactly. True. Oh, yeah. Because then later on, Jody's all, like, super close to this teacher, You clearly too. were never, you were clearly never close with your teachers or a teacher yourself. I mean, I was a virgin in high school, but I also wasn't, like, super close to my teachers, because it was, like, it was fucking weird. I had friends, so... <laughs> You confided in friends. You're fucking weird. I actually talk. I talk to people my own age and do my peers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Crazy. I had one teacher who I was like really cool with. Um, shout out to you, Miss Flood. We used to call her J Flood. Her name is Jackie. We got her J Flood. Yes, yeah, see, and she she knew if there was a murderer, they'd be like, "Yo, protect Sonique." It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking virgin. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, <laughs> to be honest. It, it didn't come out to a teacher knowing. I think you could you could smell it on me. You could see me just walking down the hall. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how the, that's how the murderer found him. We could just smell it in the halls. <laughs> yeah, it just like smell oh, the God. innocence on me. Um, yeah, so she gets murdered, Annette, 
And at this point, um, the sheriff had decided to hold a meeting with the t- parents to be like, hey, like, don't be alarmed, but like, kids are dying and they're virgins. So <laughs> we think there's a virgin serial killer out. And Jody and her friend Timmy are like overhearing this. And Timmy is like, I got the scoop. Like, sh- again, straight up, like, I don't know who the fuck this kid thinks he is. He's just like, I got the scoop. Like, he's calling people. Like, like yeah. Oh, no, no. He didn't just call someone. He he asked to use Jody's phone, grabbed it, and then hit a, like, because the dial tones happened so quick, it had to be speed dial. So then just coincidentally knew how to work her speed dial, and the guy that he needed to talk to was on the speed dial. Don't you, don't like, you miss, um, I think a great, another marker of the time. Like, this is before, like, cell phones really were, like, widespread use, especially amongst teenagers and the internet. So, like, you could get away with bullshit like that, and no one would think about it, because it's like, well, I don't have a cell phone, so who fucks knows? Like, maybe you could just do that. <laughs> and today, it'd be like, wait, what? Like, I need to remember your friend's number, because no one remembers anyone's number. And how is that person's right, number exactly. in her phone, you know? It all worked out. Yeah, it was the equivalent of, like, if he had just held up to the phone, he's like, operator, I need Elliot. <laughs> But it's at that point, though. Oh, wait. No, before this, though. I love the meeting with the t- parents. And fucking parents. We get, I think, the first... We get the first line, I think, from a black character, right? And it's a black mom. Yes. And she's just like... But, yeah. It's it's a it's a hell of a, hell of a meeting. I like that two grown-ass men... Like, it's like, so what? We should just tell our... Our kids to go fuck? And he's just like... And the one dad goes, I wouldn't worry about your daughter. <laughs> and then it's like... Did well, you no, just... He's like... He's like... Oh, should I, he's like... Because he's like, oh, like, should I just lock my daughter in the basement? And that's when he's like, I wouldn't worry about your daughter. Also known as, your daughter's a hoe. Yeah. Don't worry about her. Like, and I know yeah. that. Like, and I'm like, why do you know that? Oh, God. You know what I assume yeah, that it's, I assume it that, was ridiculous. I assume that that was the blonde girl's dad from the class. Remember who she was all like mm. the one who's like telling the girls like about the birds and the bees. I feel like that was her dad. I I like headcanon that's her dad. But they like break up into a fight. But while this is happening, Jody like gets chased and attacked by the killer. But she who had killed Timothy? Who had killed Timmy? Um, who's also a virgin, like shocking, you know, he had his eyebrows pierced. So I was shocked that he was a virgin. Dude. Yeah. And the editor of the paper, how could that be? I was like, wow. Like I thought he would get like so much tail. Like he has power in that school, as you can see, like he's just speed dialing kids, like (laughs) straight to the presses. He also, something I forgot to say that I love, or again, you were talking about them skirting the line of being, or, you know, like, in any movie of any genre or anything, you can still have comedy, right? It's not like, oh, we can't have comedy at all in any situation unless it's a comedy film. But they just did it so oddly. <laughs> and, like, when Timmy and them and Jody find out that they're targeting virgins, he goes, holy hymen's Batman. <laughs> okay, I totally missed that. So, so dumb. Fuck, so that's... Dumb. See, yeah, like... Mi- that I should have caught that, but I missed it because it was like I don't know what's what's to be funny and what's not to be funny in this movie. Um, right. But we find out so when um, uh, Jody goes to the police station, Brady Murphy goes to the police station, and she's able to describe the killer 
And it comes out, at least um, with the sheriff who later talks to um, the principal, who apparently was his old friend, that the suspect looked like someone named Laura Lee Sherman. And in fact, earlier on when um, and that Annette girl gets killed and, you know, the killer knocks on the door, she says Laura Lee Sherman. So they're both like, you know, it's our first nugget of like, who is Laura Lee Sherman? What's her deal? Like, why is she killing these kids? Which is also an impl- like shows how shitty this killer is leaving all of these little nuggets. Yeah. I mean... Ugh. I mean, unless they they want like, they wanted to be caught. I mean, yeah. Like I mean, I did also like like you mentioned that Jody and her dad were do like the sheriff and his daughter. He was giving her personal combat training, like self defense training. And then when she came to use it on the killer in like the science room, she just got fucking laid out, and it was pointless because she couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah, but then she just threw a bunch of. There, I, my beakers. Our, and she, yeah, she my crawled over my a table of beakers. Never had that much glassware to throw. Like just, but just laying out. Like, do you guys not clean it and put it back in like the cabinets? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, she's like, like, like just crawling over everything. There's like lab safety. Like you wouldn't just leave that out, but she just like fucking throws so many so much shit. But um, back at school, at this point, it seems like. It's it's making it around town amongst the kids that like listen like they're killing virgins and like the which I mean teen logic the most the logical conclusion of that is we have to have sex because that's the only way did you will save you do you remember what like all the things uh Jody's friend was saying it's she like, so she, the hymen holocaust I, or the her the hurricane hormone I caught the hymen holocaust and I was like. Oh my god! Like it is I, two thousand. That who? Someone wrote that. Someone actually, unless that girl ad libbed that, in which case, kind of impressed. Like someone <laughs> wrote that in the script. <laughs> they got approved, dude. Yeah, it got approved, and then they yeah, she was giving it all of these cute alliterative names. And then it was like, this is the, this is an orgy for our lives. Yeah. So like the kids are like, we're going to have this orgy. Like we're all going to like fucking lose our virginities together, which one, another realistic aspect of this movie is the number of virgins that were in the school. I think, especially at a time where there was the assumption that like everyone, I think especially in high school, you're thinking everyone's having sex. And it's like, no, in reality, probably the majority of you are not having sex and it seemed like a lot of the kids were not having sex yet. So it's like, interesting. Like, I, I think it's actually pretty interesting, you know? Uh, yeah, I I do dig, again, just indicative of the time is a lot of the trope of, like, really pushing the narrative. Like, you have to fuck, like, in popular high school culture, if you're not fucking, you're not cool. Yeah. You know, like like the American Pie series. Yeah. This is, like, the horror version of the American Pie series. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, you look at that now, you're like, oh man, what a fucking warped view that definitely probably didn't help myself and many of my peers have. It, I speak myself personally. But yeah. <laughs> you're like, damn. It's very warped, but I think, and I think it's where this movie could have had like a really, like, it could have been good. I think, that, again, idea I think is pretty cool. I think it definitely taps into that anxiety. I mean, earlier in the movie, um, Brittany Murphy's boyfriend's like, you know, you want to die a virgin. When you were a teenager, that was kind of like, I think for a lot of people, myself included, like, oh my, like, I feel like 
there is that pressure of like, what if I don't do it? And like everyone's, you know, that kind of like feeling where it does feel like it's do or die. And I think it is kind of like a funny take on that idea of like, what if it was? What if literally if you don't have sex, someone will come and kill you? And I think it's like a cool, funny idea, but it, this is a movie that I wouldn't mind getting remade. I think it in the right hands, it could be a fucking hilarious, like weird horror comedy, but it was like a- What are you doing next week? You, you want to write a script? <laughs> do you want to write a spec script of Cherry Fall? <laughs> Dude, let's do I'm it. I'm not even kidding. That should be so funny. Like, <laughs> Why do you think I'm kidding? I'm laughing and this is most excited I've been no, since my Zoom meeting. Dead ass. I'm like, that's, I think this is a fun premise for a horror movie. But like, you know, we change, I would change a lot of things, including we find out about Laura Lee Sherman after, uh, Brittany Murphy talks to her alcoholic mother, who doesn't give us the full story, but basically Laura Lee was a girl, weird girl in the town who disappeared and allegedly had been raped by four popular boys and kind of went away. And it, Jody finds out that one of those boys was her father. Um, but according to the mom, she's like, he didn't do anything. Like, he didn't do it. Like, he just was there. He was drunk. Like, you know, whatever. Go for it. But at this point, too, I... I don't know if you had this, but, and again, you saw, you've seen this before, but I was like, okay, this is, this is an early aughts movie. This is okay. This is the shit that would, you know, it's like, this is a movie of its time, but then this happened. And I was like, is this trying to make a fucking statement? Cause at first I was just like, oh, like sex is the theme, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, holy shit. Is this like gonna pivot and be like, like, obviously, rape is bad, but I mean, like, being very staunchly, like, holy shit, like, this is what's wrong with the system. This is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it, it, it like, hints at it, but doesn't go into it. It goes to, I do like, though, yeah. that Jody says, like, the mom is like, you know, like, no one said anything. You all just let this go. And it's like, well, who, you know, it's like, they all came from good families with, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the mom says, who, you know, it wouldn't have gone well in court. It was just a, like a drunken girl had sex with three drunken guys. And then Jody goes, you said it was rape. And I'm like, yeah, because that, you know, that's an argument that we are still having. We're still having. And I think frequently. I will say that was a pretty, I think that point was pretty progressive of like the of Jody recognizing like, no, this was like, what the fuck? And like being understandably hurt and angered by it. I think we'll have to get into it maybe towards the end, but I feel like yeah, it had the op- – like, again, I – if rewriting this, I would not it, include – Would you say it missed it? It this the point because then it was like – because when I first saw this, when I, what I remember of it, I'm like, oh, wait, so is this Laura Lee killing? Like, oh, okay, like, interesting. Like, that's kind of an interesting – like, she's, like, on a revenge path or whatever, and then it just, like – We'll get to it. It flips and it's just kind of like, uh, I didn't like that. But um, Jody finds the truth. She's pissed. So then she decides like, fuck it. I'm going to have sex with Kenny. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> don't lose your virginity to a battle. Battle. Like, what? <laughs> I hate that name. And- I will say, you know, like, so Kenny was being sleazy, but then she's like coming on to him and he's like, I will say that is some good acting because she's like. Bite my toes. Suck on my toes. And I'm like, I think I would have to be paid a fair sum of money to do that yeah. to an actor that wasn't 
like an intimate partner I was already with. And even then, I'm like, oof. It's just like, that I live the with thought you. of like dating for a while. A big to like, I think feet are, you know, and it, I'm not kinking, kink, kinky shaming. I'm not kink shaming anyone if you're listening. Kinky shaming? <laughs> uh, dude, shaming's my kink. But if like, if you, <laughs> my kink is to shame. But like, if you guys out there, like, you like that, good for you. For me personally, I think that feet are gross. I, I hate, I Yo, hate. If feet. you're really. So like that scene. If you're really into feet, you'll love this movie. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino really loves this feet, movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, we need. If you're into feet, we need you to hit us up for when we do the remake of this because that scene will be included. Yeah, they absolutely. Um, no, that scene. Like, I think the scariest part of this movie was watching him suck her toe. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's like he refuses though. He's like, you know, despite having wanted to have sex with her all this lot time. And I'm pretty sure she's drunk. I think she's playing drunk. I think she's trying to play drunk, but it's not, it's just kind of weird. Um, it, you know, he decides like, you know, I, I don't want to do it right now. Like you're just, you're doing this because you want to get back to your parents, not because you want to have sex with me, which I'm like, you know, good for Kenny um, for not taking advantage of the situation. But um, she leaves. And, at this point, the dad is like, I'm going to fucking, you know, he goes to the school and the principal's dead. And he's like, I need to fucking go to West Virginia, as you do, to find Laura Lee. Because, like, shit's getting out of hand. As one does. As one does. And as this is happening, the kids are like, they're gearing up for a fucking orgy. And my favorite scene is the blonde chick. She doesn't tell the truth. Everything she said in that moment was like, this is all, <laughs> this is all true. <laughs> It's not an exaggeration. <laughs> While the stoner guys are basically proving her point of why teen boys don't know what they're doing. Um, so, yeah. So she, the da- okay, so the dad goes to the fucking, to West Virginia. And I was, I remember watching this the first time being very confused as to what was happening in this movie. Because like, because, it took me a while it's to weird. get that, like, okay, so this is. I wasn't. Sh- I think I was still kind of thinking the killer is Laura Lee. So it's like, wait, so is her house like? Wh- well, up up until this point, you have no reason not to believe exactly. That, realistically, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have seen this person running around with long dark hair. So I'm like, okay, this is Laura Lee. He goes to the house, and it's like a fucked up like torture chamber of like there's like a, a fucked up baby crib, but then there's like chains and whips and shit. And as it's happening. You could hear like whipping and screaming in his head. I guess he uh, ambiance. They're trying to tell yeah, us right. It's like, is this here. happening? That's yeah. what's confusing. I was like, is this happening? But it's not. I think it's like we're trying to communicate that something dastardly happened here. But you know what? I see that it's a fucked up, sad nursery with chains. You don't have to give me whip. You know, sound effects to know that a child was abused or neglected in this space. Like it's it's a little bit too much of. I don't know. Like, show, don't tell. Like, I'm, the audience isn't stupid. We get it. <laughs> yeah. I will say it helped to, like, it, I'm just thinking of the lead up to the reveal, right? Is So they leave, like, the big fuck up, weird baby torture chamber. <laughs> and then he leaves. And then you see the long haired, like, person staring out like the house and you're like oh shit like he avoided getting fucking murdered 
But then he goes back to the principal. Now the principal's fucking dead. And then he's attacked right. by the mm-hmm. long-haired person. And mm-hmm. then... Oh, shit. I, I do also want to say... I switched it up, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. My bad. I do want to say that before we get to like what's going on next is... like Because they're going to have that big sex party... And then once school is out on sex party day, like all the kids are out, like screaming and rioting. And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, I just like, I just want you to know this is what people thought. Cause it was, again, it's, it was a very typical Virginia school. I have also never been, so I'm going to just assume (laughs) a lot of white people in that riot. Yeah. A lot of right, white people rioting for sex. Yes. And also a very half-hearted riot, too. It was just like... Yeah. Eh. Like, they were used to, like, they had, like, the, the news van. They're just like, eh, eh, eh. Like, yeah. Because like, <laughs> they're virgins. So they're just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you can tell that they're all they're all on the, the, the hit list for this murder. Is because they're like, oh, my wrist. They're not, they're not strong. Like, that's why. <laughs> also, there's a funny yeah. moment where, like... So, again, funny moment that if this was a comedy would be very funny. There, like, when the school turns, comes out, like, the camera, like, zooms into that, like, weird pillar. And it's, like, Cherry Falls, and something erected, blah, blah, blah. And it purposely goes over, like, Cherry and then erected. And the kids come running out and they're all horny. And I'm like, that's funny. But it's done so, like... It's done right after we saw this fucked up, like, abuse chamber. So it's like, it's not funny. Because I'm like, I just saw something really terrible. Like, I don't, right. like, <laughs> I don't want to laugh right now. Because <laughs> now this movie is about rape and child right. abuse. Like, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. You've lost your funny card, but oh, it still tries. It tries so fucking we- hard. <laughs> we go, and so after that, the uh, sheriff dad goes to see the principal's killed but he has ignorant carved in his forehead and then he's fucking tackled then we see shots of the big old sex party starting Mm -hmm. and then um we see that kenny's there and then his old flame or the interim flame is like yo let's fuck and he's like no apparently i'm uh this was a really nice very condensed redemption arc. Yes. Because he's like kind of sleazy the entire movie and he's like, no, this isn't what I want. I need to go. I need to find Jody. Yeah. And then we we get to Jody, who knows where her teacher's house is. And also Which I mean, yes, we, she could have looked it up in the phone book. But well you know they had you know they had like school say. directories and fucking shit back in the day. So she probably did that. But like um we also forgot earlier on it's it's kind of established that she has a crush on the teacher, right? Yeah, yeah, but c- yeah, because before the the meeting, the big teacher parent thing, he was like, he she hand Jody hands in a paper at six at night. Yeah, so like, what the fuck are you doing there, Jody? And she's like kind of flirting then- with him and stuff. And I think at this point, the reason why she ends up at his house is because she's pissed at Kenny, and she's like, I'm gonna you know have sex. And I think she like goes. To- I think she's. And this is something that was annoying about this movie as well. It's hard to put a finger on the character of Jodie. Like I don't, I don't get her. Like I don't get who this person is because she's like, she's got like an alternative look to her, you know, which I think is okay, cool, dope. But then she's like, 
I don't, she's no personality to me. Like there's nothing about her. That I'm like, okay, this character is, she's sassy or she's innocent or she's, she's, there's nothing, it's not clear what her motivations are, or who she is. So like, she kind of just goes from scene to scene for me that I'm like, one minute she's like into her boyfriend and I'm like, but she don't have sex. But then another time she's like super laying it on thick flirting with her teacher but then later on, she gets drunk and has him suck her toe, her boyfriend. But then later on, she sees her teacher again. It's, it's very confusing. It's like, who is this person? And like, the mom is an alcoholic, but she doesn't seem bothered by it or really reacting to it. Her friend dies. Right. Timmy dies. And she doesn't really seem bothered by it at all. It's very like, I don't get this person. And it made it hard to really feel invested in her. Because like, I don't fucking know what her who the fuck this girl is like. So she shows up. The, the, she shows up at the teacher's house. I'm genuinely like, I guess she wants to have sex with her teacher, but like, I don't know. Maybe she's happened to be there. Right. I don't know, like, what is going on with her. You know. That's a good point. I was always just gonna give it the benefit of the doubt yeah. and be like, because you know, if the onus was on her to be like, I'm trying to pursue this sexual relationship with a teacher. You know, it's like, oh, it makes, like, a teacher that would take advantage of that not look like the monster. Yeah. So, again, that's me thinking of it more of, like, in the now. Yeah, but I also, but... Ju- I'm, I'm thinking more of just, like, who she is, like, because this, this movie's about sex. Yeah. Who she is as, like, a, a young woman discovering her sexuality, I'm not clear what her, th- what is going on with her, because... What's her thesis statement? <laughs> basically, because I think, I, again, scream, sorry, but, like, you have Sydney Prescott, who was a character who was like, okay, she was sexual. She's a girl that's on the brink of like, maybe, you know, embarking on a sexual relationship with her boyfriend. You understand why she doesn't want to have sex. But I also understand when she does have sex, why she does it. And it feels like I get who this person is and what's going through her mind with her, the things she does with respect to her sexuality. With Jody, it's very like, I don't know, like, are you very sexual? Because then you're very flirtatious in a way that's like, I feel like you're you're very much owning your sexuality, but then she's not. And then like her dad falls on top of her and she makes eyes with him and like says, You wanna fuck your dad? Like I don't know. (laughs) Going back to that hard. Yeah, I just I don't get it. And I yeah. Sorry. I just It's it's confusing. You need to talk things out and be confused. Yeah, man. It's confusing. It's weird. It's a weird movie. But I will say (laughs) the one thing that made me feel so I'm really bad at you know, it's like, the, this is the killer. I'm like, oh, I am caught by surprise because I don't pay close enough attention. So when she shows up to the teacher's house and he's lugging a giant chest, I'm like, oh, he's the killer. That's the dad. You know, and it's just like, and she's helping him move it. And it's like, yeah, I found out like just some bad thing. It's like, I don't trust, you know, like you're the only guy I trust. It's like, well, what about your dad? It's like, oh, I just found out some things about him recently. It's like, oh, that he's like a liar or a criminal or just like a bad person. It's like, yeah. And then like, he just throws the trunk (laughs) down the stairs and he's just like, what, what, what's in there? Your dad. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this guy wanted to fucking get, well, I mean, he planned on killing her, but you're right. He like, just did not care. Yeah. Wanted to get caught. Um, Yeah. But like, Basic, so, we, you know, just skip ahead. I mean, we get kind of shots back at the party. All this stuff is happening. But um, the teacher reveals 
the story of Laura Lee and basically that Laura Lee was his mother. Um, she was absolutely raped by these guys, including the dad, because the story we heard so far was like, he was so drunk, he couldn't have done it, but it was like, he did. He did. I mean, his friends, this, this is where it gets weird for me, right? With the rape story because. Right. So it's like, did they, t- they, it's they, like they took his pants off and they, they did it for him? Yeah, I was like, but It's then, like they but each then, held a limb. Yeah, but then he says himself, but I knew what was happening. Like, he owns up to, like, I wasn't, like, confused. Like, I, I was very drunk, but I definitely knew yeah. that this was happening. I think it was one of those things where, and this is where I feel like, so issues with the movie in this, with how this issue was handled. Because, um... Basically, he's Ill- uh, Mr. Marlson is the ir- illegitimate son of Laura Lee. She, I guess, snapped, abused him a bunch, and he looks. It's pretty much implied that like the sheriff is his father. You know, he looks like the sheriff. She liked him at some point or loved him, and that really broke her. But I hated that like they decided to go with the route of rape victim goes crazy, abuses her child, and now he's the he's a murderer because I feel like then it made it so that she was also not totally a victim because she's a child. Like, she abuses her child terribly, which doesn't mean that she wouldn't still be the victim because she still was a victim of a rape. But it, I feel like it made it to like, I don't know. I think it stripped her of her humanity to just be like, oh, girl gets raped. She goes fucking nuts and fucks her kid up. And now he's a murderer. It's like, I would have preferred it, honestly, if it had just been that she got raped, she became pregnant, had this child, he learns the story and then he on his own volition decides to like seek revenge for his mother. But it's not because she's like deranged and crazy and doing, you know, right. basically creating of serial killer, you know? It's kind of like, uh, like, I don't like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's just... I was gonna say, because it just, you know, uses her as a tool, <laughs> but like, just... It's almost, you know, but a tool in a weird way, because if she, if it was the way you said, where she was, she had, she had this baby and then was like, I was traumatized because of X. Mm -hmm. And then baby's like, well, I'm going to avenge you by fucking murdering all of these people. She was still a, a plot tool, but not in such, I feel, a useless way. Yeah. But you know what I think would have been interesting is if let's because because the thing is, um, Marlston is his his thesis, you know, is so I'm killing these virgins because I'm taking away the innocence of your the children that your, your poor, innocent, virginal children. And that's his get payback. Right. Let's take it a step further. Let's say that Laura Lee did get, you know, she gets raped at the boys. If we must have that happen, she gets raped. She does report it. They go to trial and they walk. So now it's not, it's the, the thesis is not, even if, like, let's say if the son does decide to seek revenge, it's not purely like she got raped and she went crazy. It's like she got raped. She, she tried to seek justice. The town turned on her because now she's shunned, right? She's shunned from the town because right. she's the girl who quote unquote cried rape about these, you know, these popular boys. So she's shunned by the entire town. It makes it, makes more sense than that the, the son would be motivated to like, I'm going to avenge my mother's not just her rape, but her shaming of this by this town. And now I'm wreaking havoc on your children who, cause, because I have, I have a beef, not just with, because your, his beef really is with these dudes, but he's killing all the kids who are just there, which isn't to say like, you know, he's a fucking killer. So he's not really rational, but like, 
I think it would have been way more impactful if they if they're going to use rape as a device in a movie like this. Fucking say something about it because they didn't. They they just used it as a tool to excuse to reason why this killer exists, as opposed to like no, make it if you're gonna do it. Similar to the humor, do it like do it for like let's get a full like thing happening as opposed to just like oh yeah, and she gets she gets raped and then. And then the dad right. is still kind of seen as symp- – is treated like he's sympathetic because he was drunk. But, like, eh, like <laughs> not an excuse. I do, I do like that. Uh, not rape. I do like your take on it. I do like because what you were saying, it for me, I don't dig when people operate under the guise of, like, some – like, this set thing. But then they like fuck up things outside of the set thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, it's, for me, I'm like, oh, he's just like killing these innocent, random pe- like people, like these kids. Whereas if you know, if he was just attacking the children of Laura Lee's like rape victims, I'm like, yeah, totally. Like that make that makes sense. You're like attacking what these people hold dear now. Yeah, but. If it was like in your story or your your hypothetical where it was like the whole town turned against Laura Lee, so now every like the town, the children of the town are the enemy. Yeah. Which then the killings that he did makes more sense in that. It makes vein. more sense. I think it makes it so that like it's 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 saying something a bit more, I think, interesting, really, because if you're gonna throw in this rape plot, this subplot in a movie where virgins are being murdered, so there's they're both about sex, one you know being consensual, one not being consensual and being raped. Like, I feel like you need to you need a you need to kind of blink them because otherwise it's just kind of like I get I get it because this person also like Mr. Marlson is unhinged and he's fucking doing whatever. But like, if you're going to create a work and like I think like we've established that like horror isn't horror can be fun and crazy but if you're gonna do i think take on a controversial topic or a taboo topic i need you to just i need you to really complete it because otherwise it just feels like it's thrown in there for nothing like you know like i want i think i think it 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 falls in line similar to like a nightmare on elm street of like you know freddy krueger was a child abuser and then they the town killed him and now he's wreaking havoc on the children i think it, it has it carries more weight i think and the stakes are higher when it's done in like a broader scene because what's the point of having this happen in a small town where all the kids are up for grabs right like fucking do it right you know commit to it but whatever that's like it's my little soapbox <laughs> moment for the episode yeah it was solid thank you yeah we're you say that. You say that now. <laughs> this is my only one. <laughs> we're gonna write. We're gonna rewrite this. It's fine. We're gonna you know, amp this up, make it tasty and great. Um, yeah. So he does kill. Marlston kills the father. But Kenny does come. Oh yeah, Kenny shows up because he had an inkling. Mm-hmm. That's when it's like, oh, dude, Jody's here to try and get consoled by this teacher, but I'm gonna win her back. Yeah. And then, like you know. Yeah, like the teacher shows up, like you know, gets rid of his wig and stuff, and then he's acting still. A li- he's not acting his nice teacher self, yeah. so clearly he's already off. And Kenny's like, "What? Well, like, why are you wearing makeup?" And then you see like the shot of 
the teacher pulling the knife out and he's like because it makes me feel pretty and then he just like fucking knees him uh kenny knees the teacher in the stomach and locks him out of the house and runs down and rescues them but not before uh teacher comes in and well breaks on the door with an axe and murders the dad yeah with an axe like, but i do like when they're fucking leaving is because so he's murdering him with an axe while carrie and jody are mid escape so they i mean i get you're freaking out you're not thinking but i wasn't freaking out and i was thinking <laughs> and i'm like they had time to get in his fucking car and drive away especially because you see the shot of the teacher coming out chasing him back in like the full laurely drag get up yeah. and i'm like he had to he had to get dressed you had time to get also, in your car and did fucking leave the sheriff not have a gun I mean, he was bound and gagged, so his gun could have been removed. Yeah, but I'm like, find that. Why didn't he go for or it? Or not, not the, not even the sheriff. I'm like the kids. Like she gets unlocked. It's like find that fucking gun. Like this is what you need to do because there's definitely a gun <laughs> at least in this room somewhere. If not, still, I doubt it's probably still on the sheriff. But it's in this fucking room. Get that fucking gun. When he pulls that Jack Torrance axe move, you just shoot him one time, and he's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, so then Kenny and Jody, you know, run away. And it turns out the orgy's right next door, so they just go right over there. And yeah, it was, it was a hop, skip, and a jump to the orgy. Very convenient. Um, and as they're being, they're being chased at this point, Marlson kills one of the deputies, and he's just like, he, really cheesy. No, like the again, deputy, he used that dumb line. Yeah. He's like, I can't split. And, and then fucking, gets fucking fucking splits his wig, man. Like <laughs> with the axe. So, like, the kids run in and they're just like, again, why aren't you? I'm running and I'm screaming like the killers. They run in and no one's there. I'm like, everyone's upstairs boning. Like you need to start screaming immediately because they come in and they're just like quiet. I'm like, you know, yeah, where is everybody? Well, we got yeah, we got to be tactful because we don't want to ruin their quarters. School full of kids having sex. You hear them. You walk into. I'm sure you walk in and you hear. You can hear no, them. No, they, they don't know what they're doing, so they're just like, uh, uh, <laughs> the awkward uh, fumbling in the dark. Just like, you just hear like, but you I just do hear like, like 50 bras being unhooked. Just like, <laughs> in the dark. Three, no, you hear like the, the, the sweet symphony of a hundred condom wrappers opening, and then you hear the, oh, fuck. Oh, damn. I need another one. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But, <laughs> but the, they run in screaming mr molson is a killer blah, 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 blah. and he comes in and he's, he's just like class dismissed <laughs> okay this so is where i lost my shit stupid. i started fucking laughing because it was so like it was kind of hilarious in like so you have all these kids like half naked like trying to have sex like can you you know someone in that scene like in this school did lose their virginity last that night and like in the future, when someone's like, "How'd you lose your virginity?" It's like it was out of school. I had more cheap, but then our teacher showed up in a wig and a mat and axe and started killing students. Like because he comes in, he's just swinging the axe and just like I'm assuming he's getting yeah. he's, catch, he's getting kids. Like yeah. well, because you see you see blood going, and it's like it's not it's not for certain that like kids are dying. They're just getting slashed on their way out, which like they're injured, but they're not dead. But yeah. You're, it, 
because he said that stupid line, class is dismissed, I was definitely laughing through the shots of just him slashing random teenagers. And I'm like, this it was, isn't supposed to be funny, but you did it so It weird. was so funny. And like, just like, because then they start running out and it's like a, a mob of like pale ghost bodies, right? Ghosts. Ghost butts running through ghost butts, ghost butts running through the, the school and like a crush situation happens like on the steps and I'm like someone's definitely being crushed to death while like they're on the stairs because they're all like just fucking oh yeah you know and the the, the banister falls there's just naked bodies just flying all over the place we, like they show the <laughs> cop who's trying to run up the stairs to help him gets pinned against the wall but then you see her face later and she's like bleeding from her head I'm like how. How fucked up did you get with all these people slamming into you? She definitely got fucked up because it's like a, like a bunch of bodies just like pressing up against her. And I feel like you just needed yakety sax playing while this is happening because it's like the it's like <laughs> mad, the, mad, it, the axe it, murderer. It might as well have. Kids flying all over the place and, you know, they're all trying to get out. And finally, it, it's down to, you know, Jody and and the teacher. And, you know, she's like has a bunch of weird flashbacks, I guess, of like – yeah, like, does she I think lose? She does she lose her spiritual the, virginity, as her boyfriend she, said in that moment? <laughs> yeah. Well, it looked because I, I can't. I don't. I think he's. She just started thinking of like the male disappointment in her life because she had flashbacks of her dad, but then, uh, but like of men she trusted, and then that trust was betrayed by finding information. See, out I about meant them. I didn't. They had some shit going on in this movie that gets missed so easily because it's so like not clear what it's trying to be that's a awesome t- thing but i didn't get it i was just like oh she's you're too busy laughing still. yeah i'm, I, I'm laughing because i just saw a bunch of fucking naked teenagers falling down the stairs it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't care what situation i'm in i could be the one that's about to get murdered by an axe but if I see a bunch of children in a traffic jam on the stairs all of a sudden collapse the rail, <laughs> I'm going to let out one hearty laugh before someone kills me. That's all I'm Hell saying. Hell yeah. But that happens. And like then she has like, you know, Marlson comes comes running at her and she has her like, you know, the move her dad taught her and she just fucking like fucking gets him. And he goes out the window. And one of my favorite weird tropes is some killer falls out window, lands on vents is my favorite thing yeah yeah it's just like mm, love it so he lands on the fucking fence and gets impaled by you know you know the picket fence impaled by suburbia and i and i love the stoner kid that goes up like a fucking idiot i mean i mean he smoked so much he had to have brain like he had to have had brain damage yeah he's not okay like he's he's like (laughs) he like leans up and everyone's like what are you doing and he's like Dude, Mr. Marl. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like grabs his head or something, and then the cop fucking shows up from the from being bombarded on the With banister. Two dual pistols. pistols. And like I'm like, you you could have shot that boy. That boy was still being held by him. She's like pew 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 like fucking like it was fucking a Sundance kid or some shit. Cause cause you see shots of like Miss, like the teacher's arm getting like that's holding the stoner the yeah. arms getting lit up and then so is like the body and i'm like they weren't next to each other yeah you're not a good aim that 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 kid should have also been shot oh, absolutely he probably was yeah they didn't show yeah it. but like you know you had to have it's it's 
you know, early 2000s slash, or you have to have the double tap moment where you think the killer's dead and then he's not, <laughs> and you had to shoot him and he's dead. And, um, yeah, the fucking, you know, killer's dead, thankfully, and the kids are forever ruined by this experience. <laughs> After, sure. like, all the shit we've been talking about, it's so weird to think of, because the ending is just, you know, them talking to the FBI. It's like, you can't think of why your dad went to Virginia. It's like, no. You can't think of any other information. And it's like, so after, you know, was the movie trying to say you have to stand up for people in these situations and let the truth out of these? But then the it's like, like the dad was dead. Like what? Thank it wasn't you. like he was going to lose his job, you know? That's So it's like, yeah, oh, well, I found out that my dad was a rapist. And then this potential illegit- illegitimate child went on the killing spree under these pretenses. Like what? I mean... That hurts the honor of her dad, which again, let me remind you, is dead. Right, and and that was my that was one of my, my my biggest beef with the rape thing because then the dad dies, so it's it's like at this point, like Lorelei's just like okay. Also, so did Lorelei die? Like, where is she? Was ever established she, she well, died? Well, that's what I thought. She was still there because when the, the sheriff was leaving the she house, that was the long-haired figure that was... Right. And, I, and I'm yeah. thinking like, okay, so she's still, I guess she's still alive. And I'm like, I don't know. It, it, it lost what it was trying to say because you have Jody being very indignant in finding out of her father being having been a rapist and, you know, her asserting that like, no, she was raped. It wasn't a drunk girl having sex with a drunk guy. She was raped. And then there's an opportunity to, to in a way, kind of not really clear her name, but to kind of uphold justice for this victim and just be like, this is what happened. And that's why this happened. And it's just like her and her mom, she and her mom were just like, nothing happened. You don't know. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, why? I- like, it's, it's shitty. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Like your dad's honor is more important than like the whole thing, the whole premise of why this happened in the first place. I hope Laura Lee gets her. Right, this could have been the could have been the catalyst to like change the town. But so, what did you think? So again, for the actual ending, is we see like we think we see like someone in the killer's Laura Lee get up, and then a bus goes by and it's not there, and Jody's like, "What?" And then we see this nice shot of like a lake, a dam going into a lake, mm-hmm. the and waterfall then it just turns red, and then it turns red, and you're like, "What is this?" What is this supposed to mean? It was stupid. Because then it was like, it made it weirdly supernatural. So I was like, wait, so you didn't have to do that. We get it. Cherry Falls. Like, it's we get it. It's a waterfall. Cherry Falls, like red blood. Like, we get that. But, like, you didn't have to do that. Because now I'm thinking, yeah. uh, coupled with this potential Laura Lee being there and going away, it's like, it's now suddenly supernatural, maybe? Like, And I'm like, what the fuck is what is what were they they were smoking whatever that boy was smoking because it's like this movie is brain damaged <laughs> like <what? laughs> well you know one of the cool things is with with our talks of switching it up talking about how if it were a black movie how are we gonna remake this if this were a black movie Ooh. it doesn't have to be a black movie when we do it but it also very much can but how would it change? Um, it wouldn't be in Virginia. I think that's the biggest change. Or maybe it would be. I don't fucking know. Well, some parts of Virginia are pretty black. Okay. It depends well, on, it depends on where you are. one of those parts. Yeah, it'd be one of those. It'll be one of those It parts. was black. I think 
I mean, I hate to say it, but when we're talking about like sexual politics, not that different. I think between, I think we like to think that between black people, white people, it's like so different, but I think the same kind of stigmas exist when it comes to sex. So like teens trying to have sex because they're virgins, teens being slut shamed, people being raped and not believed or being shunned by a community. It happens across the board, right? It's one of those things that sadly crosses race. So it's like, I almost want to say- That would especially- Yeah, a lot of it might be the same. I think in in a lot of ways, I think it could, I think it'd be interesting, more interesting if you did have, instead of it being like an all black movie, if you did have, you know, you know, it's multiracial because I think you can play with, you know, what if Laura Lee was black and she's raped by these, you know- Well, kind of like what you were talking about, if- if Laura Lee did try to take it to court, especially if Laura Lee was black, mm-hmm. then it was all these white people. It's like, yeah, that wouldn't in Vir- in in anywhere, but also also in Virginia, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, those people are going to get off, right? You know, so it's. I think that would be an interesting take. I think what would also be interesting, or or another version, <laughs> is if we made the protagonist, if we made Brittany Murphy black, I think it would be interesting because I think that. Um, I think, I think her, I think the role that virginity plays with the character would be a bit different. Cause I, one thing I did, I've always noticed with, um, you know, growing up and being amongst a lot of white people and being black is that there, I think there definitely is, I think a little bit more conservatism when it comes to sex with black families. So I think it'd be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out of her. You know, being a virgin, her father, who let's say is the sheriff in this scenario or, or whatever, or a cop realizing that this killer is killing virgin and having, virgins and having to grapple with the idea that like, what if his daughter does have to have sex to protect herself? I think that'd be kind of interesting. Also, something I missed, I forgot when the scene, again, weird sexual tension, the scene when Brittany Murphy's <laughs> in her bedroom and the dad is like, they're killing virgins. He's like, and he's like, oh, like, how far have you and your boyfriend gone? And she's like, yeah, we've kissed. Like, yeah, we've done it. That was the best and, conversation. And he was like, oh, okay. And he, and he was like, did he say, can you go further? I don't remember. Because I, then, I mean, she, it then was- she's like, daddy. Daddy, are you disappointed? Yeah, I can go further. You're right. I are think. you disappointed that I'm still a virgin? And it's very like, and she says it in her Brittany Murphy way, which bless her, rest in peace. But she has a very like kind of sweet way of talking. So it's like, what the fuck are we trying to say? That's like, yeah. That's what I. That's what I wrote. I actually wrote the most amazing scene ever. I was like, <laughs> with the dad okay. asking, "How many bases have you gone through?" Yeah, which isn't so weird. I don't think it's a weird <laughs> conversation of a parent asking their daughter, like, "So, like, how you know what's going on with you?" It's not weird, but he could have prefaced it better. Like, he just went in like it was just a conversation, and he's like, so how how many bases have you... It wasn't like, hey, I need to talk about... I need to... We need to have a a checkup on the talk I gave you when you were 13. Yeah, You know, he's just... And when she literally is like, are you disappointed I'm still a virgin? I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. In what world would your parent be disappointed if you were a virgin? Like, I like 16 or whatever I'm like i think they'd be happy but generally like it was a weird like what the f- i uh, yeah yeah the dynamics in that family i'm i'm un- left unsoothed let's just say that Oof. 
But yeah, I think that the, if we did bring the race thing, I think it'd be very interesting to see like what, how would that play out? Well, remember that because uh, again, we're we're working on our script next week. Our respect script. But yeah, no, this is, again, interesting. I think movie that has tons of potential, but just not done well at all, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Not good. But uh, yeah, that was Cherry Falls. Um, Next week, just to reiterate, what are we doing next week? Uh, Next week, we are doing... Jeepers Creepers, guys, which is on Netflix, I believe, right now. So if you want to follow along with us, like if you have a Netflix, uh, you know, whatever, I hope you do. Check it out though. But um Yeah, Jeepers Creepers. I do I I'm excited I'm about stoked. this one. Because as a movie I really I love this. I, I think this movie is scary as fuck, honestly. <laughs> it is. It's one of the few yeah, movies I, I watch and I'm like, oh, this shit's scary. <laughs> I just, I'm a fan of the use of, we'll obviously get into it next week, but I'm the, I'm a huge fan of songs used in scenarios that don't fit how they sound. And it's fucking creepy. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, how I, amazing. it's how I Jeepers feel creepy. with um, um, Insidious, Tiptoe Through the Tulips, ruined that song for me because oh. it's so creepy. In, is that Insidious? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Jer- uh, Jeeper- Jerry's creepers. <laughs> Jeepers. Jer- Jerry's creepers. Jerry's creepers. The- <laughs> <laughs> Ivy Winters. Um, yeah, no. So check it out, guys. Reach out to us. Let us know if you have any suggestions. We don't have any. Um, we don't have our theme for. Hey, we don't have our theme for next month um, yet. Hopefully, if you can make it alliterative or like cute, let us know. <laughs> What we should do for September. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah, we topped with August aughts. Yeah, you gotta top that. You know, top that voice. But if you have any suggestions, reach out to us. And we'd love to hear from you. But um, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Bye.